Hello and welcome to another, just another Liverpool podcast with me, your host, Stuart Jones, and my co-host... Matt Wood. No Matt Norton tonight. Um, he's ditched us better things to do. Back to back to two. Yeah. Um, well, to keep up to date with our latest podcast, follow us on our Twitter page at just another LIV1. On our podcast, we discuss about how Liverpool have performed in their latest Premier League fixture, giving both our views and opinions, reviewing how other results went in that game week, also a few thoughts on our next opponents in the league and cups, plus our fantasy football scores for what they are worth. Well, on Saturday, we unfortunately witnessed our undefeatables get easily defeated uh, by Watford 3-0 at Vicarage Road. Where do you want to start, May? I don't know, because this is a new phenomenon, isn't it? First defeat for the for the podcast, at least. I know, um, since we, were on we, the, we were on the good run there, weren't we? Since we've been doing this, obviously we've been only reviewing um, mostly the league games and we hadn't lost up until this point, so this is this is a strange kind of... Yep. Feeling to be reflecting on a on a defeat. I don't like it. <laughs> you don't like it. Uh, I I just hope we're we're not gonna scapegoat any individuals in this podcast. Um, but uh, yeah, we'll we'll see about that. Yeah. Um, I don't know what what are your like initial thoughts on um losing the the un, unbeaten streak and and the well, the well, invincible tag. Are you are you bothered about that or? Now that that's gone, to be honest, I think it's coming back to me now. Like on a previous, previous, previous podcast, mm. when it was looking like we could go, obviously we were start, you know, on this run. I did say if it did, if we did lose it, lose a game, I'd be gutted, mm. but then I wouldn't be gutted for long, and I think I've I've got that feeling You're still not now. Anymore. No. So, it's one of them obviously I really did think this I had a feeling this team could certainly go undefeated um, obviously there was that City game coming up yeah. but aside from that um, you know the way we've you know let, let's be honest like we haven't really like been amazing this season mm-hmm. there's only probably a handful of games where you could say yeah we really dominated that game didn't, yeah. didn't give a sniff to the other uh, team, but it was kind of coming in the last few it's performances. This, I think it's been after this winter break as well, hasn't yeah. it? Really, that like so the Norwich, the Norwich game, we we kind of um, uh, just about squeaked past them. Um, Mane with a late goal. The Atletico game where we did lose, uh, and then the West Ham one where we yeah. were a little bit. Fortunate, but I I felt was watching the West Ham game and we did the podcast after. Yeah, I did always feel that they were open enough for us to continue to create chances and being at home, I think, makes a difference as well. Yeah, and um, so I never really felt that. Although we put ourselves in a difficult position, I never felt too much in in danger of of, of losing that game, um. But I think the signs were there from from the previous games that I've just listed there that this this could happen, um, and I think we were hoping after the West Ham game that the the wake up call w- was there really, and the the signs of complacency were starting to creep in a little bit in that game, and we were hoping that was you know that was the shock in the system that that would mean you know it wouldn't happen again, but I think unfortunately it was there. 
evident to to see on Saturday really and, and yeah. that that was the disappointing thing about it that it looked like we had that attitude of we we go out there and 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 it'll just happen you know we'll, we'll just we'll just win and maybe it's not the end of the world for a little reality check um, yeah. at this point in the season um i i think the the unbeaten thing it would have been nice wouldn't it but i think at the end of the day, I'll be honest with it. That wasn't going to be. I think nobody was ever going to be. If you that. said to us at the start of the season we're going to win the league, yeah, we, yeah, yeah. you snap your eyes too off. fucking right. We'd have that every single day. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I, I think almost. I think the situation we've put ourselves in, it's almost like we've got carried away a little yeah, bit. I think as well because team, yeah, me, you know team. me included. I, I was sort of thinking that I don't. I was thinking there's no chance we're getting beat. I think only the city game was had that potential for us to to slip up in really. So it's a it's a reality check. Um, you know, and, and hopefully we, we can get a a reaction from it really. One other thing that that I did think um reflecting on the game afterwards was that yes, we were gonna lose at some point, but you know what? I'm glad it wasn't to um <laughs> it wasn't to like a David Moyes team or it wasn't to Everton yeah, yeah. or it wasn't to Man City. There would have been worse games for us to lose that in. Um to Watford, you know, I mean there's no there's no great rivalry or anything there, you know. I think the only team that took any real glee out of that was obviously Arsenal by the fact they've they've yeah. protected that that, that record. Um, but for you, it doesn't. You were saying it doesn't bother you too much. The not now. The like obviously, like initially, yeah, it does. And you know, doing this podcast now, it's you know a couple of days after, so you know you you kind of get over it. But it would have been nice, I think. Like I said, just reiterate what I said before. I I really feel if we did manage to do it, I don't think it'd ever be beaten. But you know, it's gone now. Water under the bridge and all that. But I think. It like you said, it's a bit of a wake up call, um, because you can't you can't really you can't really have the excuse of oh you know it's getting later on in the season players are tired because we've had that break yeah you can't really use that excuse so what was it kind of down to because let's yeah. face it we were playing Watford the obviously Watford are battling um, mm. to stay up but. That's and why they, they've they are shown where signs they are. of recovery, but they did, you know, Man United beat them three 0 yeah. the week prior, I think it was. So Well I think the last five games they were without a win. And like what how did we create so many chances against West Ham, but then so few against Watford? Because it was kinda like the same, like the way West Ham and Watford kinda lined up, you know, it wasn't exactly eleven men behind the ball. Watford did they were probably a little bit more restrictive than West Ham, mm. but you know they still pushed men forward. They still had an attack, and like our chances, the two ones that really stuck out for me for us was that Robertson chance yeah. where he hit um, straight at the keeper, no, no. yeah, and then obviously Lallana hitting the post. Yeah, they're the only really two. Yeah, I think that was a you know a speculative, a speculative attempt really, wasn't it? I mean, you're right. You know the Robertson one was at nil nil. Potentially, that's a pivotal moment. If we go in front, maybe it's a different game. But we did, you know. I mean, we go through the some of, some of the performances of the, of the players um, often on the podcast. But oh, don't you worry, know, we're going to be well, well, we're going to be doing someone's <laughs> performance. But if you you know, there wasn't one player in that game uh, for me who came out with any any credit really. Um, no, I have to agree there. It was. 
you know, defensively it was pretty shocking. Um, a, a number of mistakes, um, and we didn't create anything uh, in the midfield, and going forward, you know, I mean, Salah, I, I thought was um, he barely uh, figured in the game. Uh, yeah. it, it just he just like, couldn't get know, into it whatsoever. I know Mane scored against West Ham, but since he's come back from this injury, he looks really. He's just like uninvolved. He doesn't seem to be getting on the ball at all or making anything happen. Yeah. Obviously, you know that that's that's can, that can be down to the midfield giving him service, but I don't know. He just seems to be yeah. Even right. even Mane, who like you say, um, when we've had some off games this season, he's been usually the the one who um, does a little bit of magic. Yeah. You know, gets the ball, beats a couple of players, um, but he he as well uh, couldn't really get into the game and then even when we were throwing on Origi and Lalana did okay had that shot um, it didn't it didn't really change anything and, and to be fair it's the one time this season where we have gone 1-0 down and I've I've thought do you know what I think this this might be tough for us to turn around just because the way the way that we were playing um, yeah and you just felt that if Watford believe, and I think this is the trouble with a lot of teams against us, they don't they don't genuinely believe that they're gonna get a result. I think you know even West Ham, yeah. when they went in front against us, did they, did they actually think they can hold on to the to the lead? If anything, this might give other teams more encouragement well, against us and more confidence. Well, that was the thing. Like um, obviously their goals come on 54, 60, 72 minutes. Mm. So you know you're looking at the first goal. Obviously you know we've we've gone one nil down before and come back and but obviously getting that second goal 60 minutes a bit like against West Ham still plenty of time still half an hour to turn it round yeah. but you just never had that feeling and I think the added factor that it wasn't at Anfield you know like the crowd could turn round and you know yeah it's a different like I was just saying it's a different type of um, it's a different atmosphere to play in and there's just that kind of uh, the way the crowd can can kind of like push the team forward and and encourage them is 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 different at home. So the, there was that to it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Do, I do shall want, do say. Do, I shall say. Yeah. I think we miss Henderson. If you admit, <sighs> praise the Lord. If praise you admit, Lovren is not good enough. This isn't like some kind of trade off. Come just on. Just because, what I want, I don't know how far in we are to this podcast, like, I but you, you've I, been you've been waiting for this moment. Oh to, yeah, to, yeah. I've got a whole whole list here of Lovren uh, faults in that game, but <sighs> he's not good enough. And I, I remember on the previous podcast you actually said he's all right for fourth choice. Mm. Yeah, do you yeah. agree? Yeah. Why didn't he play Matip then? <laughs> Well, what was the reason? You know what I think the reason. I, I was thinking about it today. Maybe the reason he didn't play Matip because he feels Lovren is better in, you know, battling against a more physical player. Yeah, do you know? And that right, game this, just this highlights is, this, it. That is a load of crock of shit. Yeah, because Dean uh, had Lovren in his pocket yeah. all game. Two of them his, goals, in the build-up play, Lovren not being able to deal with. See, Dean. see this. This is. This is what I think. I think Lovren is 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 quite culpable on a number of occasions. 
uh, in that game. And I think you're right. I think Deeney did an interview after the game as well, and he and he pretty much said it. You know, he wasn't going to go and stand next to Van Dijk. Yeah. He was going to play on Lovren. He was going to pin himself against him, back into him, make it difficult, get into a fight with him, because that's exactly how Deeney wants to play. And that's when Lovren does tend to get exposed. Harry Kane does it to him as well. Yes. Yeah. Um, when he gets into those type of battles, he he struggles badly. He does. It's you can't deny that. Um, what I would say, I would still stand by the fact that as a fourth choice centre back, I still think he's uh, he he provides us with a enough quality um, to 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 be a backup. And I also think it's easy to pin the blame on. I've seen. Like people mention this on on Twitter and and a couple of people have mentioned to me in person. It's probably something you'd say. The last time we lost in the league, Lovren was playing, and <laughs> um, we lost at the weekend, and Lovren was playing. And I just I I, I don't get that. Yeah, because, don't get me wrong. Don't because get, it's because a team, it's always it's, a team performance. Exactly. So I think it's really difficult to to just scapegoat one individual, you know, because Van Dijk was also playing the last time we got beat as well. So you can't. It's impossible to to correlate those two things. Lovren's also played plenty of matches, where we've won, and he's played plenty of games this season where where he's played well. I think there was a spell in the season if you remember, we started with Matip in the team. He got injured. Lovren I'm trying came to bite in. my bite my tongue here, Matty. Go on. Lovren came in, played well, got injured. Gomez came in. If you remember, that's that's how the seasons panned out. Oh, and wow, Gomez yeah. has yeah. taken the place. Yeah. So Lovren has had. Good games in the team this season, unfortunately, you know that um, that kind of scapegoating, if you like, kind of rears its head again now that we've um, we've obviously lost lost the game, and he has had a difficult game. But I also think if you look at the goals, so the first one where you might want to shift all the blame on him, that to me is a, there's multiple errors in that goal. Lovren gets pinned by yeah. Dini is one. Number two, Fabinho loses his man, Decore. Number three, Van Dijk is sluggish to get across to Decore, doesn't stop the cross. And number four, Robertson gets beat by um, Saar, who gets in front of him. There's a number of different errors in there, but I think Lovren, for whatever reason, gets the full blame in that situation. When I think the reality is that there's it's... Um, you know, there's there's many people who are who are culpable in in that situation. But okay, but if you analyse it, you know, just off the top of your head, then mm. out of that performance, out of those eleven players, who was the weakest? But who what, had the but, worst but performance why, why, out of those why, eleven players? Why are we looking to like blame someone like it's this is this is the this is the answer? I'm to, not blaming. I'm not blaming the, that, that Watford. Is, like this is the answer to the. Um, why we've got beat is we've got to focus it in on one single person. If we go right, oh, it was Lovren's fault. Okay, that's why we lost. So it doesn't. It's not like as straightforward as that, is it? All oh, right then. So how how would you improve the squad then? Would you play him in the next game against Bournemouth? You know, obviously we've got Chelsea, but would you play him against Bournemouth? Well, after, look, after well my 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 opinion is that um, go. I think. <laughs> You've got to look at long term. Go who's who's he going to put the faith in to to play alongside Van Dijk? Who's got the potential? It's Gomez, isn't it? So so Gomez, 
is his second choice. Matip have have had massive reservations about um for a long time, but he proved me wrong last season. I think he he's well earned um a place uh certainly ahead of Lovren. But so I think Lovren comes after that. So you have to look at it within that pecking order. Who plays in that game? Will Gomez if he's fifth? Yeah, without a doubt. But that's what I'm saying. Obviously, so he's still he, got Lo- this Lovren has still got a a, a play a, a part to play. No, not now. <laughs> not now. <laughs> if, after that, if Gomez is he, injured he's, and he's if Matip done. isn't quite isn't isn't quite long, right as it was at the weekend, been, you know he's probably he's, he's probably one of the longest serving Liverpool players now, isn't he? Behind Henderson. Uh, he was signed in twenty fifteen, I think. Yeah. It's, so he's for me. He's been long enough at the club, and he has never won me over. He's probably had a handful of games where he's looked decent. It's not good enough. I think yeah. I think Klopp unfortunately really cocked up there against Watford, thinking, "Oh, Lovren, you know he he'll be stronger than Matip against Deeney." Mm. And it, it proved. Just, it just proved because. Lovren, like the first five ten minutes, I noticed his distribution. It was, sh- it was shocking. It was panic station. <laughs> At least with Gomez, he's got that cool head. And to be fair, Matip has mm. as well. Matip's always been good at actually pushing the play. You know, mm. playing that forward ball. So Lovren, so, a couple of times, just ki- he just yeah. kicked it out. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with that. I'm just, and I'm, I've just, you know, I've just said that I think is Go- he still Gomez... fourth? Is he still fourth well, choice? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, so what, why did he play? Matip then? Do you think it's that? I, that? I think Matip isn't wasn't quite ready. I think he might have pretty much said that afterwards. Klopp. I don't know, but yeah, don't get me wrong. You know, it's not why we got beat, but he so, was. So he was a factor. Here's a question for you. Here's a question for you. So if Matip played instead of Lovren, do you think we'd have got beat three 0 Do you think we would have no, beat? No way. Do you um, think we got beat? Possibly, but not three 0 Right, so you think that... I, I'll be re- I'm really, like, not, you know, not so joking, the third not goal, Lovren so the, bashing there. So the third goal... <laughs> if Lovren wasn't so the, in that game, we wouldn't have got So the third goal now. where Trent passes it directly to, I think it was Saar, and he's trying to play it back to the keeper. Yeah, but that's the same again, though. In the build-up so, so, play, it was... <laughs> oh, it was Lovren being out-muscled <laughs> by Deeney. And um, then, yeah, but you can't excuse, like, okay. So, so see how you're glossing over, and it, to me, that's a huge individual error from Trent. Well, let's move on to Trent. I thought that was probably potentially his worst game for us. And he's mm. he has had some bad games defensively, but that really highlighted it. I thought in the first, was it the first five, ten minutes when Delafeu, he was up against Delafeu, and yeah, it's like, don't show him onto your right, don't show him onto yeah. your right. What does he do? He just lets him go onto his yeah, right, yeah. and he had that shot where yeah. potentially. Could I, well, win. I think we know defensively he can still improve. I actually, it was funny when Delafoe, um he got injured, didn't he? I actually oh, said yeah. at the time, I thought that's good for us because yeah, he was I causing us problems. But yeah. so, Lovren, then what would you? What would you? What, what? would you do then now? See, there's no he, debate. He, he just wouldn't that's, play him. that's the end of it. You yeah. just wouldn't play him, and then you'd sell him, him in the summer. Oh, definitely, without a doubt. Yeah. Right. Okay. Like, don't get me wrong, I don't think he can, because he had that Hoover on the bench, I don't think you can throw in one of the young lads, you know, because at least Lovren, for whatever good it is, he has got experience, but I'd definitely be moving him on. And I, I, I let's face it, there's been rumours now for the past season or two mm. where there's been, you know, loan moves muted or an actual mm. transfer um, out of the club, but I, I think that will come to fruition in the summer. 
Yeah, I've seen enough of him. I, I've I've never really rated him, and you know I've <laughs> never rated him. But I, I just feel like you've been wanting to build up to this moment and have this release. So the, the, well, that's Klopp's fault for playing him. He should he should have played Matic. Well, that, well, even well, if well, Matic like you were saying, you know, we we know that Lovren struggles against that type of centre forward who wants to back in uh, and battle him. So then, why you know why didn't Klopp recognise that and, and why didn't he play oh, Matic? I think instead? you know. Let's face it. People make mistakes. Klopp hasn't made. Oh, a so lot for Klopp, it's tenure. acceptable. Uh. Well, no, it's not acceptable, but I'm just saying, <laughs> he's got a lot of bonus, you know, he's right. got a lot of uh, coins in the bank, hasn't he? Like, you know, we're going to win the league. You know, you can yeah. afford him at this mistake, but he's going to learn from this mistake. He's never going to play Lovren again. He's not going to put any faith in him again, because that, mm. that's what you get out of Lovren. I think Lovren's had a lot of... He's, a, he's an airhead. Good, There's nothing good, in between. Good game this season, but I think... Let's face it, ever since, really if anything, them. when he did that before the, the, well, the first Champions League final against Madrid where he come out saying he was the best defender in the world I think ever since then it, it, it's gone down put it this way he was never that good but now mm. he's even worse he's played in a World Cup final yeah which they got beat he's played um, in the Champions League final as well the one we got beat he still played in the final yeah yeah loser anyway enough, okay. lo- enough it's, it's, it's good it's good to have a you know a bit of a Debate anyway, because you know, like we said, this is a, a different thing. Because well, we, I think we, I win that we, debate we, anyway, don't I'd, I? I'd, I'd, we'll leave that one to the listeners. Well, let's face um, it, come on, who won that debate? That's the, that's the Twitter <laughs> poll. Um, so yeah, obviously, when we, we come on here and we've won, um, it's it's a lot of the time it's just been praising everyone, and th- there isn't really been. There, there hasn't been any, any criticism of, of anybody, really, even though you've been desperate to do it. Um, so I, I think that's that's what's been so unique as well about the season, that it's it's been really difficult to, to pick any faults yeah. uh, in anyone, really. But um, Well, just picking so, on, on a few, like I thought Van Dijk, especially in the first half, it was him again who was actually coming to the rescue. You know, there was quite a few... It always seems to be him who has to head the ball away at set pieces and that. And he did make um, um, at least one, two um, blocks as well in the first half. Um, you know, that's like one of the plus performances out of that game. Um, I thought do, Alisson... do, do you think it's a plus? I, I don't think anyone could come out with a plus from that game. <sighs> Not even... Do you, you know, for the... Uh... I did second say, goal. I did say, I did say the for the second half. goal, he's you know, Van Dijk, best in the world for what he does. But I think you have to be objective sometimes and say call it out. The second goal, he's so flat footed. Oh, what went? So that saw broke for, away for, for that goal. Like he's not on his toes whatsoever. He's not expecting it, and it does come out of nowhere. Like he's. I don't even think Deeney meant to put the ball where it ended up yeah. but if you watch it he's really really flat he's not ready to go mm-hmm. Sar's ready to go and and he and he's beaten I, I think that's a bit harsh oh so there you go you see you can't you, you can't you can't criticise one for uh, no because that wasn't like a duel was it that wasn't battling against the defender that was just it was reading pace. the game though wasn't it it was oh, being nah, ready to no nah. I'm not giving it not, you're not having that one um, but like another one Alisson Immune from criticism, you see. Al- well, Alison's Alison's not. Um, I thought 
you know um, where Dini had that really good chance in the first half? Uh, remind me of that. Um, where Alisson managed to block oh, it. Oh, where he dropped it. Yeah, where he, he dropped he, it yeah, and then yeah. he managed to yeah. block it in the end. I thought, oh, that's a bit shaky. And then the second half, I thought, you know, for the third one, could he have possibly retreated back to his goal? Um, there was a point where he could have... Because obviously, Trent's tried to do that terrible pass back mm. and then they've got in there. But then we've got defenders covering and then Alisson, I thought, felt like he stayed out too long in like no man's land. I thought, get back, get back. But obviously yeah. he didn't. I thought, yeah, it was a bit sloppy. I know, and it's a hard one to like, try I th- I actually out. thought for the second goal when Saar went through and he dinked it over him, in in fair, as, as good as Alisson is, I actually thought, well, I backed Alisson to actually save that. Yeah. Because we've seen many scenarios like that where he's come out and someone's dinked it like that. Um Bowen tried it, didn't he, in the, in the West Ham yes, game? Yeah. Similar sort of thing. We try, he's tried to dink him. He's just well, stood up. Yeah. So I actually, when he was running through, I was thinking, I actually, I, I'm backing Alisson to, to save this. So I was, almost, I was almost quite surprised that he yeah. that he scored. It's it was a, a good you know, finish. Yeah. Um, it's hard to try and dig him out and critique like, but yeah, it was just all over. It was a poor yeah. performance. So, so what about, you know, creatively then? And we, we talk about this, you know, this... The brilliant, obviously, front three that we have, but they just weren't um, at the races at all, were they? Well, you look at the midfield, like, I don't know, maybe maybe Fabinho needs do, to do, do, do a do, bit do, do we need to... distribution, you know, from deep, maybe be a bit yeah, more Yeah, I have to say... I, I, I think don't, he's been getting away with it a bit, really. I don't think Fabinho has been quite up to his level since no. he come back from that injury. Yeah, I think that. And um, I think the Ox as well. He, obviously, Cater had his chance against West Ham, flattered to deceive... The Ox came on and he did, you know, he did impress um, slightly in that West Ham game. So, obviously, given a chance. I hate to, you know, um, say that Norton was right here, but his thought theory is that um, Ox is better as an impact impact. player. Um, And that's what he was against West Ham. He didn't, he changed it slightly, um, came on for Keita. little bit of a different sort of way of playing driving with the ball but yeah against Watford he, he didn't he didn't get going at all you know we say about all of the players I guess really and I think if this is um, doing anything at the moment it's it's um, strengthening the, the case for uh, for Henderson's player of the year isn't it um, well I was going to agree with we miss Henderson but you didn't agree about not <laughs> from being shit so again no, it's it's, it's not it's not a bargain at all well um, it's one of them though isn't it I think obviously with Henderson being out if Milner was fit I, I, he would have played that game wouldn't he over the Ox without a doubt yeah although I, I, I'm not sure if we're missing Milner like, don't get me wrong Milner's not like but... the greatest of creativity but I th- he's one of those isn't he where it likes a, you could, I was going to say basically likes a genie likes a Henderson likes Milner Klopp can rely on those players to do a job, mm. um, but I say genie. But yeah. again, he, the it, thing about Henderson is he 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 does set a tempo with his with his press. Yeah. Um, and he, he you know he can he started to play a lot of those penetrating balls as well, which which people give him stick for not doing say a couple of seasons ago. But this season he's been really good at. Even them people, man. Uh, people like Stuart Jones. <laughs> um. 
But now he, he's become more creative <clears throat> as well. So it's him not being there. So you're losing that that press, that energy. Um, and you're losing the the leadership as well. Although they shouldn't need it. And, no. you know, they should be able to, like, gee themselves up. There is, like, when Henderson's there, you know, if if someone fucks up, they get a bollocking. Yeah. And all, although, like, professional footballers shouldn't need to be kind of uh, like motivated on the pitch, I think it does make a a bit of a difference have having you know or or not having that if you like. So, it, I think it's it's shown in the last two games how how much of an influence yeah. that he does have on the team, and you know, like I mentioned on on the last podcast, I think it's absolutely vital that we get him back for the athletic game. Well, I think we it's absolutely huge that we get him back. Does this like this? Don't get me wrong, you know, this is the first time we've been beaten all season in the league. But it does make me slightly worry of how, obviously, Watford lined up. We know how Atletico Madrid are going to line up. It's going to be quite similar to that, where they're going to be, let's face it, they're going to be hard to beat. They're going to be hard to get in behind. Yeah. And obviously, how little we created in this game against Watford. Is that going to be the case against? Yeah, Madrid? I mean they're going to be conflict because they they've already got the the blueprint from the first game of they they've shut us out there, um. But again, the Anfield factor is completely different. Mm-hmm. There's just something about the atmosphere, um, that um gives us an extra five ten percent and just chips away at the opposition a little bit more as well. In that type of raucous atmosphere, there's we just seem to like find a way through. So I think that's. That's huge. Do that, you that think it's essential that Henderson's fit for that game? Um, like, let's face I think it, it gives it, us a hell of a... Yeah. Uh, gives us a better, better chance, if, yeah. If he's playing, I, I think I'd be confident we'll yeah. go through. If he's not playing, I think it'll be really difficult. You do think it's going to be really difficult? Yeah. I, yeah, I have to agree with you. I think Henderson, we have missed him. Because um, let's face it, is before his injury, he he was getting a lot more involved in goals, You know whether that be assist or actually getting on the score sheet. Because mm. that's the thing. Why we are where we are in the league, it's because the team's consistent, but we're getting individual performances at different times. You know, say like, Manny at times he has to come to the front mm. whether that be Salah uh, obviously Bobby at times um, and then you've got likes of Robertson and Trent doing their thing but then you know then Henderson came out of nowhere mm. and he was starting to win his games yeah Should and then with a few goals. now it's kind of like it's and it's proven that hasn't it against Watford it's kind of like who are we looking to here to try and mm. get that that goal for us get yeah. that momentum going Do you think, in the team you know and uh, again it's really like hard to pick holes in this because we've been so good now for for almost two seasons almost flawless but do you think off the bench there when Origi came and Origi's been brilliant for us and he scored a lot of important goals for the club but do you know what I felt when he was changing it and he was bringing Origi on do you know I did think do you know what? I, I, another quality um, yeah. forward player here really wouldn't go amiss. Yeah. Um, 
I mean, obviously, we've been linked heavily with, with Timo Werner. Um, it looks like that might I might happen. A, I think that's a done deal. Um, so maybe that, that could uh, bolster us there. And we've got the issue with the African Cup of yeah. Nations next season as well. Um, but yeah, it's, it's not quite happening for a re- I don't know, I think his last goal might have been the Everton game. I yeah, think I might yeah. be wrong there. So it, it's it, it's not quite happening for him, but I just I just feel it'd be good to have another another quality uh option there. And um obviously we've brought Minamino in, yeah. but he hasn't played so much and I, I think the hope there was that he would fit in pretty easily and quickly. I I'll be honest with you, I, I haven't I haven't seen him play at um Red Bull Salzburg. Um Apart from against us, apart from against us, in those games, but do you know what I mean? I I don't know him, um, how his game is, um, and what before like, what level he was at, like how he was playing at uh, Salzburg, but yeah, like what I've seen, obviously he needs time to bed in. So you know you're basically writing, writing him off this season. You're waiting for next season to see yeah. what he's got. Um, oh, Klopp's got a Klopp's got form for. Bedding in players yeah. and, and not like thrusting them straight into the team. You know, it happened with Robertson, it happened with Fabinho, um, Oxley Chamberlain, I think, as well. So, like, th- there's a number of players there who've come in and not been regular straight away. So, I think that's probably similar with him. But I also think, even in the long run, I don't see him in the first 11 that often. No. Um, well, you, you let's face it. That from free. This is that's why it's going to be so interesting when you know if this Timo Werner does come mm. where he fits in. Like obviously mm. he's going to be competing with Bobby up front, isn't he? I would think. Do you think? In I don't know role. because I and I'm not. You know, I don't claim to be a Bundesliga expert or anything like that. But I've seen a couple of. I've seen the game against um, Tottenham, and I've seen there was a little bit of. Their game against um, Leverkusen at the weekend that I watched. He play he plays on the left left wing. Yeah. In the or at least in those two games he's played mm-hmm. he's played on the wing. Yeah. Um. He, his main asset is he's pretty quick. Mm. Um. And he, he he's got that that trademark kind of hard work that Klopp looks for. Yeah. He works back and things like that. Be interesting. Um, so I'm not sure that he would be a, a central striker, yeah. but well. With ten, ten games to go, obviously we still need these four wins. Mm. So are we going to bottle it? <laughs> no, we are not going to bottle it. Um, next five games in the league, we've got Bournemouth, Everton, Palace, City, Villa. Do you feel that we could win it at City? Um, do you know what? I wouldn't want that to be the game. Although it'd be great for us to win it there, equally, it would be a shit one to lose, wouldn't it? Um, I think they had a similar situation. Was it the season season before last? Wasn't it? I think where you could win it at Old Trafford. Um, well, at home, I think they were at home to Man United, oh, and yeah. they t- they were two 0 up, weren't they? And they lost three two. Yeah. And it was just a bit of a shitty way to to not confirm it. Um, so I would prefer if it wasn't that game than it went to, but I, in a way I'm not well, I'm not wanting it. to look forward too much because I think you know now we've got beef. Um, City have still got difficult fixtures between now and then. 
who's to say that we don't drop a couple more points along the way as well? I think once it's gonna, it's inevitable. It's gonna happen at some stage, whatever stage that is. Let's just take it for what it is and the fact that. Well, if it does come down to that City game, we do get beat. Mm. Then you're quickly over that because we play. What's the game after that? We play Villa at home. So you could win so, it. So Pepe Reina can join in the celebrations. Exactly, yeah. Oh, Jumping on clock back. But yeah, it's it's one of them. You know, I'm over it. You know, I I feel now. Um, well, let's talk about it. The next opposition uh, mm. is actually Chelsea in the FA Cup. Um, I feel now um, we should put out, you know, maybe not a, a full strength team, maybe just but only dropping one or two. I'd like us to try and push now for the FA Cup. Because let's face it, we've got 10 games to go in the league. Mm. You know, we only need four wins. You can lo- you can afford to lose yeah. some games It can now. still be... The one thing I'd just say on the league as well, before we move on, although we've lost the, um, you know, the invincible thing, there's still a really good chance of us breaking the points record. So that's still something that's going to be an unbelievable achievement. Okay, I'll throw this one at you then. The points or... Mm. Oh no! I'd rather the, I'd rather the trophies, but I'm just that's I, 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 I'm I mean. just that saying, I'm just saying yeah. that it, although we've lost a game, like people are saying it as oh no, this is this yeah. isn't don't get me uh, wrong, such like a great points, season anymore. Yeah. We could still get the record amount of points. I know personally for me, the points haul it doesn't matter to me. It was about going undefeated. Now that we've lost that, I don't really care. I just think right. now, right? Let's you just concentrate the on the cups. Yeah. All right. You know, just because yeah. let's face it, you know. You know, we could still win the treble. So yeah. In answer to your question, it. I think um, I think he he'll play a bit of half and half in this game. Yeah. I think Chelsea Chelsea will go full strength because I think they're. Do you? Yeah. I don't I know. Do. Because I feel that obviously they're not nailed on top four. I think they'll be looking. No, I think that's that why. Game. I think that the they obviously got uh, battered in the first Champions League. They were as good as out uh, in the yeah. Champions League, um, and in the, league, that, like say, in the league, put, I think he'll still in the league. The strongest, strongest team though for, for the Champions him. League. Yeah, I don't think he'll write yeah, it off because you got to remember this is yeah, but they're out, aren't they? Oh, they're out. Yeah. No, what, what, no so chance. what I'm saying is, they're out of that. With the league, they're struggling, and I think if I'm honest, I I can see Wolves. Getting fourth, the way it's going. Oh, you've changed um, your mind. Because you did, you did really feel oh, strongly the first for Chelsea. Five games, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> maybe I have. No, it wasn't. Yeah, <laughs> change your mind like you change your mind about Henderson. Um, no, I just think he's probably looking at it, thinking, right, if I can say, for example, win the FA Cup, and then he finishes outside, he finishes fifth or whatever, mm. then at least he's won a. He's won a trophy. Look, he had an opportunity to win a trophy in the Super Cup, and he didn't. Didn't win it. So I think he's probably he'll want to win a trophy. I think. Although number one priority probably is Champions League, I think he'll really want to win a trophy. So I expect them to go full strength, and I think we'll go half and half. Like I say, yeah. I think Adrian will probably go in goal. Um. But that's where I would say. Uh, go on, go on. Say your line. No, I just. I, I know. I, 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 I haven't really thought about it. Yeah. But I think someone like Curtis Jones could play. But I also think, uh, like Milner's Milner back. Milner's back, isn't he? 
he said today, I think, in the press oh, conference. So I think Milner's so so like Milner could play. Joe Gomez is fifth again. Like Van Dijk, I can see him playing yeah, as well. Definitely. Um, but then I could see like Nico Williams. So you don't see Lovren playing. playing. <laughs> I'd I'd love for I'd love for Dayan Lovren to play to that game and score and score a ninety yeah. minute winner, and shush and shush the crowd. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. But yeah, I I I don't. Or know, get I the goal to win us the title. Oh, that would be imagine that. Imagine that. Oh, that would be sensational. I keep dreaming, man. Um, I don't know. I've just had a look now. Like Chelsea, their next league games against Everton, but they play that on the Sunday. So I'd be surprised if they're not full strength. I really would. Well, looking at that, you know. So you think they're gonna play a change team? Well, looking at that now that they're playing on the Sunday, we're yeah. we're actually playing on the Saturday early kickoff mm. of twelve. I don't know. Maybe I'm more inclined to think we'll put out the more weakened team. But I re- I personally I really hope he doesn't. I just hope he makes just you know two or three changes. You know, possibly giving like especially with the midfield, bringing like Sir Curtis Jones. Maybe hopefully that can you know somebody out the mm. blue to bring this creative to the midfield mm. where we're lacking uh, currently but but you think Klopp's going to react to a defeat but the thing is and potentially change his plans for that game but Klopp is somebody that has his has his way has his principle and sticks by it but we've seen that earlier in the season with the Shrewsbury replay yeah he uh, knew before that game if that game went to a replay he was the under 23s were playing Mm. And that that was it, and he wasn't going to change. So he would have had a team in mind for this game before the Watford game, and he's not going to change that despite the result. So I don't think that's going to be a factor. Yeah, I I, I do agree with you there because Klopp is very like a lot of the top class managers, the stubborn, aren't they? Mm. Um, that's why more often than not it pays off. Um, but yeah, it, it's just my personal opinion, my view that. I really feel that you know now that the league there's still an opportunity for like a real a, a great season, isn't it? With the, to win three, yeah, three, yeah, that's what I mean. Massive title. I just that's what you want. Yeah, I just want to do wholesale changes for it because we can afford like likes against Bournemouth. Let's face it, you, you've got Atletico Madrid on Wednesday mm. night after mm. that, so maybe put out full strength against Chelsea, put out a weekend team against Bournemouth. Throwing the league away, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, put out a weekend team and then fully concentrate on that Atletico Madrid game. Mm. But yeah, um, so yeah, we obviously then our next league game is that Bournemouth game on Saturday, um, twelve thirty kickoff. Um, these they're starting to get goals again now. Bournemouth. Um, well, obviously we'll move on to that uh, review and the the rest of the game week mm. results. Um. But yeah, okay. Let's move on. Score predictions. <laughs> then. <of> that. Um, <laughs> yeah, because uh, you know we're going to review it with yeah. the game week results. So I'll hold fire off uh, Bournemouth. Yeah. Um, score predictions. Right, Norton still. You know we'll still um, give him a chance at trying to overhaul my uh, points tally of four correct mm. scores. I think. Um, so he's getting first dibs. So two 0 for Norton. Um, go on, Matty. You're in second place. Well, yeah, second I don't place, know how so. this running orders worked out, but basically the running order will like stay like this for the next like uh, five next five games. Five nil. Bournemouth. 
to Liverpool. Yeah, but 5 0. Yeah. Reaction. Okay. Who's scoring these five goals? Dayan Lovren. No, no, fuck it, 5 0. Um, it's an absolute stab in the dark, but, you know. Yeah. Could clock. I'm going optimistic. Yeah. Well, like I'll mention, I'll probably repeat myself, but I think Bournemouth are starting to get goals in them now. So I feel we're at home. 2 1, Liverpool. Scrape it. Right, let's move on to the game week results. Um, we'll kick off with Southampton against West. Uh, well, West Ham against Southampton. Um, I just thought massive. What what what's he playing at? Not playing Danny Ings. You know you you're playing against because let's face it, Southampton. Uh, he's playing out, havoc with my fantasy football well, team, like everyone's. Yeah, but they're not out the bag. You know, like they they can still be pulled into this bottom three. What's Hassanut will do in there? Dropping in. Uh, I don't know exactly. I haven't looked into it that much. I know we didn't. Um, there's been a couple of games where he hasn't played him. I think um, Chelsea away. He didn't start him, and they. They won, didn't they? Yeah. So, but that's what I mean. Like, don't rest him. You know, against maybe the top four, top six. Mm. You know, against West Ham, you play full strength. Yeah. Like I don't know. It's just I don't know mass- the it, it, Well, you know, great result for the uh, the football genius that mm. is uh, David Moyes. Yeah. But he went with a, like a more attack of lineup as well because he obviously he gave this new signing uh, Bowen. Yeah. You know, a chance, and you know, you took it, got the Pack goal. Finish, he yeah. also played Haller um, and Antonio, so he did really go with an yeah. attack of uh, threat like, and it paid off. Um, but relegation battles actually um, getting quite interesting, isn't it? It's oh. together quite nicely. I was from a neutral perspective, you'd be looking at it and get up. Oh, the title's been a bit shit this year in terms of we've just run away with it. Mm-hmm. But, oh, no, but um, it's still in the it's, mix. A lot of teams in the mix there. For, and uh, now, well, I don't know if you you moving on to the Norwich one, but um, yeah, do you want, do you want to move on? To I was just going to say well, they they've pulled themselves kind of half back into the. Uh, that's right, Friday night game into the conversation now. They with that with that win, uh, which was an absolute joke to be fair, because that Ian Acho goal madness how that was ruled out, absolutely madness. But um. Huge win for them, and it gets them within some sort of touching distance, and it just just makes it a bit more interesting. I think but they're still down, mate. Yeah, they're still they're still more than likely down, but it's it's. Yeah, I think it would have been more interesting if they maybe. So it makes off. it a bit more watchable and interesting, yeah. doesn't it? That another team's just in the mix or yeah. there thereabouts. But yeah, I think, oh, I do. I'm just trying to remember. Like who we kind of had predicted for the bottom three the last time we kind of talked about it. Obviously Norwich was certainly there. Yeah. I feel Villa were there, and to be fair, it was either between West Ham and Bournemouth for me. I think it was, and it's it's still, you know, it's still looking that way. Obviously potentially, but you know you've got Brighton there as well. Uh, but yeah, let's move on to uh, Bournemouth anyway. Uh, getting a you know fantastic result against uh, Chelsea two all. Uh, like I mentioned um, just before, you know they're finally starting to look like they've got goals in them again, uh, where they just lost that. Uh, that's why they are where they are because they weren't getting the goals like the which has kept them up the past few seasons. Because uh, they're all they're always going to concede. They've ne- for me they've never looked great at the back, um, and like on Chelsea's part, like where the hell's Marcus Alonso been all season? 
on fire, isn't he? I know. He's he with scoring or getting sent off. Or... <laughs> yeah. But he's like impacting games again like he was like what, a though, couple yeah, of years ago. Yeah, his technique for um, his goal against Tottenham it was oh, brilliant okay. technique and his first goal as well was, was class. Yeah. It, and you see him from free kicks as well. He's, who did he have the free kick against? Was that against Tottenham? Where he the bar? He the bar, yeah. He's, oh yeah, he's got he's got yeah, big talent. So. Um, move on to Brighton Palace. Um, Uncle Roy doing it again, smashing the grab job from him. Like, um, yeah. It's, out of all the teams down there, you know, I think Brighton. You look at the team, you think quality wise. Well, why did they weak, give him like they they obviously brought in uh, Potter, mm. and then I'm sure it was like quite early on in the season that they like. Renewed his contract again and give him like a five year deal or something stupid. You know, yeah, this guy could I think, I think they have, <laughs> from what I've For seen, me, they've, like they've, 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 they've improved in terms of the way they play football. They create more chances, uh, they're, they're a bit uh, more easier on the eye to, wa- to watch. But so are Norwich. Um, I think they've drawn a lot of games, haven't they? They've drawn 10 games. Um, yeah. So. <laughs> Obviously, they're not in a great position. Like I say, I think quality-wise, again, if you look at it in terms of goals, there's not a huge amount of goals in the team, yeah. I don't think. I just that, feel that's why if, they're struggling. Because you look at it, like I think, obviously, Watford, you know, before our game, they were on a bit of a crap run. But they always they just have something about them where you, you just felt that they're not going to get relegated. And David Moyes, the football genius that he is, mm-hmm. yeah, he, he will probably just manage. But they've to got scrape. players, you know. You, they've got players who, in theory, sh- oh yeah, the quality that they're meant to should have be should playing be at a, a higher level than than yeah. than near the bottom of the, the table. But this is know? what I'm getting. At. I th- I feel that if Bournemouth carry on getting these goals, they're going to switch places with uh, Brighton. I think Brighton. Um, for me, are the ones to go down hmm. if Bournemouth carry on the way they are. Yeah. Um, Newcastle, Burnley, nil. I was going to say Newcastle. I think the the fact that they had that little bit of a run, uh, probably halfway through the season. Um, yeah, that's really. Um, it's saving them a little bit because yeah. they're in a bit of free for all. Yeah. They're another team goals wise. Um, they're on a bit of a run now, and they um scored in. Oh, yeah. Quite a few games. To be fair, against Burnley, they they did look really creative. They did have chances, but it's one of them. Whether it's that Joe Linton or it's Dwight Gale, you know, between the pair of them, the shit in front of the goal. Um, move on to the. Sun. They haven't scored. In, sorry, they haven't scored in the last four league games. Newcastle. Four league games haven't scored. That's poor. That isn't it. The last game they scored <laughs> in was the the two two against Everton. Yeah. You know when they scored the two and goals and in injury time. Yeah. Uh, was that Shelby one of them? No, Lejeune no. scored both. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, so, Sunday's results we had. Oh, let's talk about Everton. Um, one all <laughs> against United. Two, just two goalkeeping fucking errors, wasn't it, basically? De Gea, fucking yeah. Howler, um, hit, you know, trying to clear his lines and it just went straight yeah. into Calvert Lewin. And then. Pickford, Pickford, no arms, fucking yeah, letting that one. Great, but then they, you know what, Pickford then at the end made a, a great save, yeah, uh, against the Galo. I thought Bruno looks a, a really good player. Are we getting a bit player. carried away with this guy? Like you know, like okay, he scored three goals, two of them have been penalties, and that <laughs> yeah, and he's hopped, Pickford. he's hopped as well. 
on the penalty. <laughs> yeah, that's something new, isn't it? No, from what I've seen, his early days, you're right, but from what I've seen, United already look a miles better team. And he's, you can tell that, it, for me, like a good, okay, well, a good well, player well, yeah, makes well, other players around him look better. In the same way that Van Dijk makes players around him look better. Not Lovren in your case. Right well, Van, da- Van, Dijk, from yours. Van Dijk has that influence over people around him. Yeah. And I think Bruno is doing a similar sort of thing in the sense that he's finding people's runs and things like that. Yeah. Um, Do you feel that they can push into top four then? It's hard to say because they're so inconsistent, all of those teams. But like I said before, I actually think I'm starting to convince myself that Wolves will... Wolves, yeah, get off yeah. I was having a look at their games upcoming, and a lot of them are very winnable. Yeah. Well, let's talk Wolves. Uh, getting that fantastic win. That's at, a at huge Spurs. result. Yeah, 3-2. Um, you know, just reiterating what you're saying here, they look really strong. Um, obviously pushing for top four, potentially top five. Because let's face it, we don't, we still don't know what's the outcome of this um, with the City ban. Yeah. Um. Where you know you switch that to Spurs, where you know, the, the, you know, to give Mourinho some kind of benefit of the doubt is that they are in transition. They have got two of their best creative players out. You know, it's it's just going to be interesting. I I I feel Mourinho, you know, his best days are behind him, but it's going to be an interesting summer for Spurs. Yeah. You know, to see well, that, that that's part of the reason why I think Wolves will get in the top four because they're the one team out of all of those that actually have a way of playing and um, have a certain style that they play to and they're not really in that transition they're quite settled yeah. I think all of the other teams are trying to bed in a new way of playing new manager whatever it is whereas I think Wolves have got that continuity yeah um, so yeah that covers it all um, with the game week results uh, game week 28 results um, shall we move on to our fantasy football now I think pretty much everyone got screwed across the land yeah got low scores there got royally screwed um, the we... average was 26 yeah, how low is that really poor I actually got above the average which was incredible <laughs> but I thought yeah uh, fantasy football gods absolutely screwing me over Yet again, um, at the start of this weekend, to a point where um, you know it's it's almost worth not not carrying on. I had Danny Ings not start, Vardy not playing, Gomez not playing, um, but I did manage to salvage some pride with Bruno Fernandez, who I brought in, got ten points, uh, and I brought Jimenez in as well, got seven. So yeah. the two I brought in actually got me some points, um, but other than that, it's looking really. Threadbare, and I ended up with with thirty one. Well, yeah, uh, four points ahead of you, Matt, with thirty five. Um, the the biggest scorers for me were actually Watford players. Um, I was actually meant to ask you about this because I was looking at your team earlier, and I could not believe that you had two Watford players in there. Well, How has that happened? Well, I've had this Cabaselli for a while, and obviously with Chef United not playing, I thought, well, he's got to play anyway. Mm. And then, you know, obviously my banker was Vardy, captain against Norwich, and he didn't play, so Decore had to come off the bench. Uh, luckily for me, he got that assist. Um, okay. So, yeah, um, 
Decore, he got me six. Cabaselli seven, and then Calvert Lewin got me seven. They were like my highest so, scorers. Who was the vice captain though? Uh, Manny. So he doubled so up with really four. Anything, yeah. yeah. So um, yeah, really poor. But it's really interesting in the um, in the league that we're in. Yeah, so you've jumped to the top. Oh my god. I didn't know. I to be honest, I seen it this yeah, morning. Yeah, because I looked at it before. Yeah, because yeah. um, thirty five actually, like you say, like, what's the wasn't a bad score considering. Wow, uh, that's really shocked me. That because when I seen it this morning, I was I think I was third. Um, so yeah, all of a sudden, man, top. Um, but it's really, really close, close at the top. Um, there's what four points between mm. three, so um, it's getting interesting for me. Um, Close, you know, it's interesting. The season. It's interesting the battle for tenth with me and Matty Norton as well. Yeah, it's up and down between. Yeah. Norton had a bit of a stinker. Yeah, he had the, well. Oh, he was below average with twenty two. Uh, we'll just run quickly through yours, Norton. Uh, I'm sure you're listening. Um, yeah, his biggest biggest uh, scorer was uh, Calvert Lewin. Uh, getting that those seven, and that's about it. His next one was Campbell yeah. with three. Um. So, yeah, um, the two Matties, absolutely crap at fantasy football. Me, however, um, you know, oof, I'm top of the league, just like Liverpool. So, um, that's everything covered for tonight. Um, next podcast, like I say, baby, on the last Baby one, permitting. Baby permitting, but I've got a feeling that baby's Still no be. Jordan Jones. <laughs> oh, no. Not a Jordan, no chance. Um, no way. Str- Certainly not a Deja. Str- yeah but yeah uh, next podcast uh, will be on the 9th of march like i said it'll either be me hosting it could be my co-host uh jumping up into the um, hosting duties matty wood or it could be matty norton Uh, i'll have to let him battle it out between them yeah but that'll be reviewing the uh bournemouth game at home on the 7th of march so uh remember to where are we remember to keep up to date with our latest podcast uh follow us on our twitter page at just another liv1 uh that's bye from me cheers